0: Hey, everybody, I'm Forbes Riley, and welcome to our show. You know, there's something that you probably don't know. You're paying too much in taxes. Well, maybe you are, maybe you're not. I don't know. In fact, I trust the people around me, but I don't know either. I'm not going to read a tax code, and it changes every year. Well, my guest today, get this, is your tax savings best
1: friend. Come on, we all need one of those.
0: I want you to meet a very special friend of mine, Don Thornton, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you for having me, I'm so thrilled to be here.
0: Well, I think we're all thrilled to hear what you know. Now, before we get into the tax part, give me a little bit of background on you. Uh,
1: I'd say what I have an unusual story in the sense that I went off to Russia, the Soviet Union, back in in my early 20s, thinking I was just gonna go work at the embassy as an intern for a couple of years, get fluent in the language, go back, be a diplomat, and the whole everything blew up, the wall came down, all of a sudden now Soviet Union was gone, Russia was here. And I got caught up in this incredible, amazing time in the 90s where if you had American passport and you spoke fluent Russian, you could right. write your own ticket. Really? And so I next I was no business experience whatsoever. Next thing you know, I'm managing a installment or an installation plant for Polaroid, a joint venture with atomic energy. Uh, Ministry and Polaroid. I didn't know anything, but I spoke Russian and I had a blue passport. And next thing you know, I said I caught the bug and said, "No, I'm doing business. I'm, 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 I'm not going to do the diplomacy. Screw that."
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of fun to make money, isn't it?
1: Always fun. Yes.
0: All right. So now you're over there in Russia making money. Mm
1: -hmm. And well, I stumbled upon some 60 millimeter movie cameras in a warehouse. Right. Just sitting there, like about 300 of them. Okay. So, I bought five of them. I took a leave from my job. I flew to LA and started going around to all the film schools in Southern California saying, Hey, I've got this portable, in- inexpensive 60 millimeter movie camera. Wait, so what kind of? 16 millimeter movie 16
0: camera. 16 millimeter. Oh, wow. Okay.
1: Yes. So, I just had two samples. I left Southern California a week later with $50,000 of checks in my pocket. Took that, opened up a bank account, got a, got a company, flew back and bought 400 cameras.
0: Wow, okay. And so I
1: started selling them for $500 a pop. Good business. And I said, you know what? I got the entrepreneurial bug, I'm gonna do this. And so I did that for the next five years and it was great. That is awesome.
0: When you make money though, you realize you have to what? Pay, pay taxes. taxes, yes. And so how did you go from being that business guy to understanding the taxes?
1: Pure, hard, painful experience of paying too much, writing those checks every tax time. Tens of thousands of dollars going out. I would estimate that probably 40% of my profit over the last 20 years has gone to the IRS. And it was way too much. I felt like there's, and I knew there had to be a way. Because you know, there are people out there. I mean, Warren Buffett famously said that his secretary pays more in taxes than he does.
0: Now it's not because it's illegal; it's because no. he just understands tax code, and and there are systems set up. And would you say it's fair to say that it's the rich understand that?
1: Yes, absolutely. So, it's it's the tax code is there for everybody. Okay. The difference is that we are so conditioned to only do certain things a certain way, mm-hmm. and that that extends into into the uh, legal profession and cpas financial advisors they have been trained to do things in a certain way and if it's against what the orthodoxy is right then they're gonna they're not gonna they're not gonna promote it or not gonna advise their clients because we've always done it this way We'll keep doing it this way.
0: Well, you know, it's funny. I don't think I got educated in taxes. I was working as an actress, and I was making, all of a sudden, making a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize the difference between working for yourself, working for someone else, Mm -hmm. W-2, 1099, deductions. Who knew what deductions were? Right. Man, I had a field day with understanding that as a performer, you had a lot of deductions. But I don't remember who taught me that. And I don't think it was school. I think it might have been some tax guy. And you know what? I never really went back to explore what my options are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you think I'm pretty typical?
1: Yes. You're very typical. I'm the same. Hey, guilty as charged. I was the same type of person. I started doing real estate investing mm-hmm. in Orlando, Florida. Right. Did very well at it. That's why I was writing those checks. Get writing those checks every year. Right. All of a sudden you're making money. And so I'm thinking to myself, well, what do I do? Well, so your, your automatic reflex is I'm going to deduct as much as I can. Right. But it only you only that only helps so much, and for a lot of people who do ten ninety nine, like you were talking about, mm-hmm. you don't have any deductions, right? Which is a little scary. Yes, and so you're getting an even even a bigger bite coming out of your out of right. your so money. So we're going
0: to come to understand that you are now, a specialist. how long you've been dealing with taxes and being our best
1: friend. I have had a trust for two years. I'm like the guy in the commercial that said, "I like my I like this thing so much. I bought the company." That's right. kind of like what I did. I got the trust. I heard about it. Finally, fate stepped in someone knew someone who knew someone about that had a law firm that was pat, that was copyrighted and been doing this for 50 years and this was the trust I was looking for and that's why I jumped on it and then I thought well hang on a second. Okay, define sure. the word trust the trust at its core is a contract okay a contract that between two people and in, in this case the governing instrument of my money should I decide to put it in there, or any other investments that come into this trust? Right. What I can do as a trustee who controls it, what my beneficiaries can do—my family, my kids, my my wife—what they can do—that's a contract.
0: Okay. Are there different kind of trusts?
1: Yes. There's so many different kinds of trusts. Why? Because there are they're they're suited for different needs. So you have a family a living revocable trust. Let's say that you. Your whole agenda is you don't want your property to go to probate when you pass. Okay. Okay. It's a very simple trust, and most people know about that. Right. So that serves a a certain purpose. Now, I cannot get any tax reduction from a living revocable trust. It's not designed for that. It's not in the contract.
0: Okay. Okay. Why isn't it
1: in the contract? Do they not know? It was, again, designed for just that purpose. Okay. Okay. So they don't, they, they, their pain point was they do not want to have a judge decide who gets what.
0: Okay, so the, you have a trust if you want to have to, your beneficiaries, you want to pass the money along, yes. and you always hear about it, oh, it gets stuck in probate, yes. you have estate taxes, and the kids get nothing.
1: Exactly. You don't want that. Right. Okay. And you can do that with a, with a revocable trust, a living revocable trust. Okay. And that's why they do it.
0: Okay, but they're, that's not your trust.
1: No, it's not, and it won't help you with capital gains or I won't help you with anything else that to do with, I mean, you avoid probate, but if you're going to inherit something, you're going to pay an estate tax if okay. it's so that so your trust, yes, which
0: is in conjunction with the law firm mm-hmm. does
1: what? We have four basic benefits that are amazing. Number one, imagine this, any passive income that comes into your trust
0: mm-hmm.
1: is a non taxable event
0: Define passive income
1: royalties okay if you have if you write a book right you get royalties Mm -hmm. passive income is not taxable in this trust really right okay if you if you invest in a limited partnership somewhere Mm -hmm. you start getting limited partnership uh, profit sharing right that's capital that that is not a passive or it's not a uh, taxable taxable. event exactly Uh, uh rentals you're a real estate investor you have a building lease not not taxable event airbnb same thing that's, that's considered rent. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yes. Okay, this is really, really interesting <laughs> yeah. right now. Secondly, any capital asset that you sell, mm-hmm. the trust sells, is not a capital gains tax event. Now, let me ask a question. Does your
0: trust also cover probate?
1: It does because this is this is an irrevocable trust. So when, I, when my wife and I decided we're going to go in and invest in this trust, mm-hmm. we sold... Every single thing that we owned into the trust. Okay. I don't own anything anymore.
0: I hear that a lot. Yes. I'm personally not at that stage and I'm excited yes. because if you're like me, you want to listen up.
1: <laughs> so the trust now owns everything. Okay. Okay. So we have a number of rental properties that we, we still, all the money that comes in, comes in the trust as passive income. So we're not, that, that's when he's just there, it's not being taxed. Okay.
0: Why? i'm sorry i just have to stop for a second why wouldn't everybody want a trust like this
1: they don't know about it why not because this trust was developed by a law firm that that all they specialized in for decades was just protecting people in texas louisiana in oil producing areas in this country to not to to not pay taxes on their royalties oil gas mineral Does the government
0: not want you to know
1: about this or does it not matter it's not a, I don't think there's any, the government doesn't care. It's in the tax code. And it was written in the tax, when the tax code was first implemented in the, in the, in the beginning of the uh, uh, 19th century, or, it was there. They wrote it into it. But, you know, focusing on oil and gas and realizing, well, wait a minute, you're getting royalties from oil and gas? Well, what if you got royalties from film, from got movies? Okay. And then, and then what, what about other passive income? What about rents? And so it just kind of just, just slowly developed. And then eventually, in the last 10 years, it's just taken off. Is it expensive to get a trust? I will tell you this. When you, what your trust does determines the price. So, you know, you can go, if, if all your function, your trust is, is you want to avoid your assets going through probate. Right. Then, you know, that's going to cost, you know, $2,000, $3,000, something like that, reasonable. Right. You can go any lo- anywhere you want and get that. But I'm sure you know about proprietary uh, yes. property, right? When something's copyrighted and proprietary, mm-hmm. you're going to pay more. Plus, the value you get from that is it's why right. the price is going to be more, the investment. For me, I was able to recoup my investment in the trust the very first year. After I filed my taxes, it was like, whoa. First time in my real estate investing career where I've made millions in short sales, investing.
0: Yeah, let's talk about that for a second. So because well, I really didn't qualify how successful you really are. We jumped from Russia to trust, but there's a big right. thing in the middle. where you probably one of the most successful short-stay real estate investors ever?
1: Yes, I flipped well over 3,000. I lost track after 3,000 flips I did. Wow. And you know, during the Great Recession, I mean, I, you couldn't swing a dead cat without finding it in Florida. With this, you know, without hitting a foreclosure property that was upside down on their mortgage. And you, know. you just knew what to do? I learned. I learned. I did not. I started. I, I I'm, Honestly, I was the typical person. I went to a seminar. I, wanted, I learned about short sales. I thought it was the most brilliant strategy I'd ever heard of that you could create tens of thousands of dollars of profit out of thin air just by negotiating, not risking a dime of my own money and I could, say, I could say to a bank, all right, you say it's worth $100,000, I say it's worth 50. Okay. Uh, they, and then we usually come, okay, they'll say, okay, take it for 60. Boom. Now I just made $40,000 in profit. So I said, I'm doing that. So I learned. I, that no one taught me. I learned by the School of Hard Knocks. I got better at my craft. And then. But, and then that was, this was like in the early 2000s. Right. By the time the, res- the Great Recession hit, mm-hmm. I was on top of my game. And I was, just bring, I was just reeling them in. And it was great.
0: Did you stop to create a course and teach the rest of us?
1: You know, <laughs> my, I was limited in my, in my uh, way of thinking. Okay. My, I, I had a very closed mentality of, this is mine, I don't want to share. Oh. If I knew now, if I knew then what I knew now, oh yeah, I, I, would, have, I would have gone out there and, and te- taught it. And make like more I passive income to fund Absolutely. the trust. <laughs> we live and learn.
0: Oh, we all, well that's why <laughs> we're here on this show. Yes. Because what you know is so valuable, mm-hmm. so important. Would you, do, would you talk to my audience and tell them why this is one of the most astounding things they really need to pay attention to?
1: Taxes are the biggest source of expense that you have in your life, especially if you are a business owner or you're a 1099. If you're not W-2 income and you're making a substantial amount of money, probably 30 to 40% of your profit is going to the IRS every year. What could you do with that $40,000? Could you expand your business? Could you invest more in the education for your children? all that stuff is going away from you it's it's like having a partner that does nothing for your business but you have to pay that partner every single year now think about what when you think about that and now you have a legal mechanism to be able to keep that money to invest how you want to now how how can you how is how is going to help you in your business or in your life that's why i'm your <laughs> I'm your tax savings best friend.
0: You really are. Dude, I'm really excited. And I think there's a lot of people watching this that are going to go, wow, I need to know you. How do we find you?
1: The best way to do is go to my website. And I tell you what, if you go to my website, yeah. you get a free gift. that's amazing. Okay. Just me... go to www.freegiftfromdon.com.
0: Now, we do have to say, and I'm going to put it underneath there, Don is D-O-H-N. Yes. <laughs> the H is silent. It
1: is silent. Yes.
0: Come on. Tell me. How, why is the H silent? That's a great story.
1: I'm actually the Don Thornton second. Okay. So my grandfather was a big FDR fan mm-hmm. back in the recession. So my I inherited Delano from my from my as a middle name from my father. Right. But my grandfather hated the Donald. So he said, I don't want anyone to call my son Don. Donald. So he stuck H in there.
0: Oh, that's very cool. Yes. What's your philosophy about life?
1: You only have one life. And So much time is wasted on worry about things that could happen and probably never will. Mm. And as I've gotten older, the regrets I have are not doing the opportunity or taking advantage of the opportunities that I had because of worry. Mm. And so what my journey has given me is the freedom and the courage and the confidence to know that I can do this. We all can do this. Whatever your calling is. But if you don't do anything, you've already failed.
0: What a pleasure to meet you and have you on the show today. You are one special man. Thank you. Thank you for all that you've gone through. It's up to you now. If we want to reach out and understand how to do this, and everyone should reach out. I think the fact that we don't know about this is really sad. I personally, at this state, don't have a trust. Next time you see me, I think I will. All right, you guys, I'm Forbes Riley. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you again next time. Bye-bye.